0: Chapter Two of the Spanish Brothers by Deborah Alcock. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Two The Monk's Letter Quoth the Good Fat Friar, wiping his own mouth 'twas Refection Time.' R. Browning
1: Fray Sebastian Gomez, to the Honorable Senor Felipe de Santa Maria, Licentiate of Theology, residing at Alcala de Henares, commonly called Complutum. Most illustrious and reverend Senor, in my place of banishment amidst these gloomy and inhospitable mountains, I frequently solace my mind by reflections upon the friends of my youth and the happy period spent in those ancient halls of learning, where in the morning of our days you and I together attended the erudite prelections of those noble and most orthodox Grecians, Demetrius Ducas and Nicetus Faustus, or sat at the feet of that venerable patriarch of science, Don Fernando Nunez. Fortunate are you, O friend, in being able to pass your days amidst scenes so pleasant and occupations so congenial while i unhappy am compelled by fate and by the neglect of friends and patrons to take what i may have in place of having what i might wish i am alas under the necessity of wearing out my days in the ungrateful occupation of instilling the rudiments of humane learning into the dull and careless minds of children whom to instruct is truly to write upon sand or water but not to weary your excellent and illustrious friendship with undue prolixity i shall briefly relate the circumstances which led to my sojourn here
0: the good friar proceeds with his personal narrative but by no means briefly and as it has moreover little or nothing to do with our story it may be omitted with advantage
1: in this desert as i may truly style it
0: he continues
1: Nutriment for the corporeal frame is as poor and bare as nutriment for the intellectual part is altogether lacking. Alas, for the golden wine of Jerez, that ambery nectar wherewith we were wont to refresh our jaded spirits! I may not mention now our temperate banquets, the crisp red mullet, the succulent pasties, the delicious ham of Estremadura, the savory olla podrida. Here beef is rarely seen, veal never. Our olla is of lean mutton, if it be not rather the flesh of goats, washed down with bad vinegar, called wine by courtesy, and supplemented by a few knotty figs or roasted chestnuts, with cheese of goat's milk, hard as the heads of the rustics who make it. Certainly I am experiencing the truth of the proverb, a bad cook is an inconvenient relation and marvelly would a cask of heres wine if through the kindness of my generous friends it could find its way to these remote mountains mend my fare and in all probability prolong my days the provider here is an antiquated sour-faced duenna who rules everything in this old ruin of a castle where poverty and pride are the only things to be found in plenty she is an asturian and came hither in the train of the late unfortunate countess. Like all of that race, where the very shepherds style themselves nobles, she is proud, but it is just to add that she is also active, industrious, and thrifty to a miracle. But to pass on to affairs of greater importance, I have presumed, on the part of my illustrious friend, some acquaintance with the sorrowful history of my young pupil's family you will remember the sudden shadow that fell like the eclipse of one of the bright orbs of heaven upon the fame and fortunes of the conde de nuera known some fifteen years ago or more as a brilliant soldier and courtier and personal favorite of his imperial majesty there was a rumor of some black treason i know not what but men said it even struck at the life of the great emperor his friend and patron it is supposed that the emperor whom god preserve in his just wrath remembered mercy and generally saved the honor while he punished the crime of his ungrateful servant at all events the world was told that the count had accepted a command in the indies and that he sailed thither from some port in the low countries to which the emperor had summoned him without returning to spain It is believed that to save his neck from axe and his name from dire disgrace he signed away by his own act his large property to the emperor and to holy church reserving only a pittance for his children one year afterwards his death in battle with the auracanian savages was announced and if i am not mistaken his majesty was gracious enough to have masses said for his soul but at the time the tongue of rumor whispered a far more dreadful ending to the tale men hinted that upon the discovery of his treason he despaired alike of human and divine compassion and perished miserably by his own hand but all possible pains were taken for the sake of the family to hush up the affair and nothing certain has ever or probably will ever transpire I am doubtful whether I am not a transgressor in having committed to paper what is written above. Still, as it is written, it shall stand. With you, most illustrious and honorable friend, all things are safe. The youths whom it is my task to instruct are not deficient in parts. But the elder, Don Juan, is idle and insolent, and withal of so fiery a temper that he will brook no manner of correction the younger don carlos is more toward in disposition and really apt at his humanities were it not that his good-for-nothing brother is for ever leading him into mischief don manuel alvarez their uncle and guardian who is a shrewd man of the world will certainly cause him to enter the church but i pray as i am bound in christian charity that it may not occur to him to make the lad a minaret friar since, as I can testify from sorrowful experience, such go barely enough through this wicked and miserable world. In conclusion, I entreat of you, most illustrious friend, with the utmost despatch and carefulness, to commit this writing to the flames, and so I pray Our Lady and the blessed Saint Luke, upon whose vigil I write, to have you in their good keeping, your unworthy brother, Sebastian.
0: Thus, with averted face or head shaken doubtfully, or murmured, I de me, the world spoke of him, of whom his own children, happy at least in this, knew scarce anything, save words that seemed like a cry of joy. End of chapter 2